if you have that community pride, then that's really conducive to bringing in investment. And that's why if we're going to compete for the workforce of the future, then we have to be a place that's seen as attractive. Welcome to the Small Business Celebration Podcast, the podcast by successful small business owners for business owners like you, so you can grow a strong and profitable business and use something you learn on this podcast today. Our guest is Richard Chapman of the Current Economic Development Corporation, and he's going to guide us on the importance of providing a no-fee assistance to help you and your new business grow, to identify community network resources for your new startup business, and to be a resource for where and with whom to develop your new business. But before we get into this wide-ranging conversation, let's hear a quick word from our sponsors. At Claro Tire Company, we know that you want to be safe and secure riding on tires from a family who cares about your family as much as we care for our own. In order to do that, you need quality tires from a family you trust. The problem is, is that there are a hundred different national tire stores in town and their buying process is a chore and they treat you like a faceless number. We believe that you and your family are an extension of our family. We understand the noise you feel with the hundreds of faceless different tire companies that treat you like a faceless number. And that is why we at Claro Tire Company have one of the largest repeat customer bases in Kern County for the last 77 years. Here's how we do it. When you come into Claro Tire, you're not just a number, you become family. We select the specific tire that's the safest for your family, your car, and your budget. We install your tires and give you an unconditional guarantee on your tires. Join the Claro Tire Company family at 530 East 21st Street in Bakersfield, California, or call us at 661-324-6069 or find us on our website at clarotire.com. That's C-L-E-R-O-U tire.com. Stop the feeling of faceless confusion from a hundred different national tire stores. Join the family with the Claro Tire Company family. You'll be glad you did. Claro Tire Company, 530 East 21st Street in Bakersfield, California, or call us at 661-324-6069 or find us on our website at clarotire.com. That's C-L-E-R-O-U tire.com. As a business owner, you are a visioneer, and you are ethical, smarter, faster, and leaner than your mainstream competition. But what about your message? If your clients and customers don't clearly understand what you can do for them, you are leaving money on the table. If you confuse, you lose. Here at Small Business Celebration, we have a seven-step solution that can clarify your message and put you in the game. Don't leave money on the table. Go to smallbusinesscelebration.com and schedule an introduction today. Hello, visioneers and small business owners. My name is Michael Roberts with the Small Business Celebration Podcast, and our guest today is Richard Chapman of the Current Economic Development Corporation. Welcome to the show. Good afternoon. Thanks for having me on. We're having this interview in his office up here in the second floor of the county building here on M Street, and this interview is a bit of a departure from a lot of our other interviews, which focus on small business owners, because one of the questions that came through 
on our LinkedIn page. And if you're not connected with us on LinkedIn, we encourage you to link with uh, or connect with Small Business Celebration because we do take a lot of the feedback that we do receive off this podcast as well as suggestions and questions. And one of the questions that came up in a couple different opportunities is if you're a small business owner and you've looked at the local economy is going, there is only so much that you can get out of the Chamber of Commerces, There's the which you can get out of the Rotary Clubs or any of the other service clubs here in town. You need to have something else. And that's one of the reasons why we reached out to uh, Richard Chapman is because he is part of, like I said, the current Economic Development Corporation. And their whole mission is to, well, retain and recruit uh, business opportunities for the county. There it is, ladies and gentlemen. And so, I should also add expand, which is a, a significant part of local growth. So tell us a little bit about that. How do you interact and how do you forecast some of the expansion of the county? Well, uh, we act in many ways as a clearinghouse uh, for investment inquiries. Mm-hmm. So we oft- uh, at any given time, we have about 20 to 25 projects in the pipeline. And these projects are, if you look at the industry clusters we serve, primarily they're in the energy, value-added ag, uh, logistics, uh, healthcare, aerospace defense um, sectors. And so we work um, to promote our region, our county, as a good place to do business. We always say the best investment a business can make. And uh, we, are, we oftentimes talk about connecting the dots. And so the, the areas that we work in uh, and providing assistance are in siting, mm-hmm. helping find a site in the county, uh, permitting, working with uh, various city and county officials, uh, as this fast track permitting, many times we considered it kind of, we say tongue in cheek, we're the Texas of California. <laughs> we're pro business, right? And we have oil. Right. Um, also, financing, uh, although we don't have a specific loan fund or, uh, or don't lo- lend money, we find folks in the community mm-hmm. that could potentially uh, support the project. And then, workforce. And workforce, frankly, right now is really the most critical issue, not just in Kern County, but nationwide. And how does your office help with that? Because labor is, there is a significant labor shortage. How do you help with that? Well, we work with the educators uh, as well as the businesses. Because the key is that uh, the, the programs, the curriculum that we offer in our schools fits the needs of the workforce of the future. And our organization, unlike others, we are actually a public-private coalition. Mm-hmm. So we have communities cities, counties, uh, we have businesses, and we have educators on our board. And so the priority is, uh, you know, how do we aggressively, proactively uh, compete for uh, businesses in the uh, global economy? And so as a small business owner, if you're trying to get an idea of where things are going, what what can your office do to help them? We, um, you know, in terms of the economic update, seeing where the opportunities are, where the growth is, and we have the analytics type of labor analytics uh, ability uh, databases that can really track on a ongoing basis where, you know, where the gaps are, where the growth in the economy is, and, you know, even what degrees are being offered locally. Um, and and that, that is really at kind of the heart of it because talent, is the number one uh, talent availability 
and Qua is the number one site selection factor right now. And when I, t when I talk about site selection factors, mm -hmm. uh, kind of expand on that is um, generally you have about five to ten site selection factors that are important to companies. Mm -hmm. As I said, workforce quality and availability is number one, but also highway accessibility, um, incentives, permitting, taxes. So all those have kind of come together as, as we position our county. Mm -hmm as a preferable site for investment. Okay. And as a as a business owner or a developing a developer and you're looking at trying to uh, learn more of this information, what other avenues are available to small business owners that your office provides in the form of in-person presentations, speaking summits, etc.? Well, I mean we have we just finished up our economic summit which was a partnership with uh, CSUB mm -hmm. and uh, the Greater Bakersfield Chamber of Commerce, and that was that was designed to give business and public sector leaders a sense of where we're headed. We brought in national, regional, uh, statewide economists to help to, to help uh, you know uh, discuss trends moving forward. And um, but we also, frankly, partner with, for instance, the Small Business Development Corporation. And many times we may get a lead that would be more. Um, uh, better fit for SBDC and vice versa. Uh, we work with companies, frankly, though, our EDC mission is to create jobs. So we work with companies from one person to two or 3,000. Um, and we do know, uh, talking about expansion, um, uh, we know that 80 to 90% of jobs created in general um, are uh, companies that are here and growing. And so we always say that the best recruitment strategy is a good retention and expansion strategy. If your local companies aren't happy, what in terms of workforce, uh, working, um, you know, growth uh, uh, attitudes toward business, then how do you expect to bring in new companies? Um, and frankly, the last year was probably our most successful in the last, I would say, uh, you know, five or so, uh, five to ten years. We had about eight, we had eight projects, mm -hmm. um, about three thousand. When you put in the multiplier, four thousand jobs. Wow! And of all sizes too. You mentioned earlier about the kite program. Can you yes. tell us a little bit about that? Yes. So um, we are excited that we have projects again, uh, large, medium size, and small that uh, we we have been uh, you know moving through the process. Um, what is kite? Kite stands for good question. Kite stands for Kern Initiative for Talent and Entrepreneurship, mm -hmm. and we. We had identified, uh, we looked at the SWOT analysis, and one of the opportunities but also weaknesses of our area is that we unfortunately were ranked, according to Brookings Institution, about 95th out of 100 mm. for, uh, for young firms, those from zero to five years old, and growth, job growth in that area. Mm. Now, we were doing well for established firms, um, but an overall growth, but we notice this uh, potential weakness and, um, and how do we remedy it. And what we also um, uh, identified was that areas around us, counties around us, were actually performing much better. Hmm. For instance, Fresno was 30th, uh, and, and um, what it was the secret to their success? We need to take best practices into account. Mm -hmm. And we set up about a year and a half ago, our, we call them innovation tours. And what the best way where folks uh, bond and, um, you know, uh, discuss issues is getting them on a bus, 
getting them out of their comfort zone, taking them out of town, <laughs> and having them see what other communities are doing. So Fresno has a Bitwise, mm -hmm. which went from 5,000 square feet to 300,000 square feet. And what do they do there? Uh, Co-work facilities, new st new firms working um, working on uh, you know growing to the next level, primarily high tech firms, software um, development, and, and other firms. Um, local folks mm -hmm. and uh and um but there's this need to collaborate mm -hmm. this uh where you everybody's under one roof versus in silos mm. and they identify that and obviously the need was there in addition we went to that was a private sector venture mm -hmm. we went to uh, fresno state they have the wet incubator which is water energy ener water energy technology incubator mm -hmm. which was on the campus they had received, they received tens of millions of dollars of grants. They have 20 companies in there. They have a testing facility. And uh, they've been successful in bringing uh, research from other parts of the state. We know that we are one of the most uh, cost-competitive places to do business in the West Coast. Mm -hmm. Our cost of doing business is about 90% of the U.S. average. Mm -hmm. And our cost of living, 105%. Why aren't folks, entrepreneurs specifically, flocking here? And, you know, our cost of office space versus the Bay Area, maybe one twentieth. Sure, sure. So what are we missing? Um, and it's really, we realize in the analysis of developing these centers, of uh, these hubs, right, of, of uh, kind of meeting of the minds. And uh, we also went to San Luis Obispo and looked at their hothouse accelerator. We uh, visited companies that were actually started in dorms several years ago, like iFixit. Oh, okay. A company that has over 200 employees. They actually hire, have apprenticeships with students, right? Mm -hmm. So there's that pipeline develops. And um, I believe we can do that here. And so the Kite initiative was really to get the educators, the communities, businesses together and roll up our sleeves and uh, work on specific um the various prongs of the of this initiative as we move forward, one of them is to identify uh, spaces throughout the county. Uh, believe it or not, um, one of, we have we have several co work facilities that many people don't know. There's one in Kernville. Oh, it's called, a, so tell us a little bit about that. Kernville Co Work. They have, it's called they they promote themselves digital nomads. You have <laughs> and you, I would I would highly suggest you see their video. Um, where, it, where can they where it, can they see that? It's Kernville Cowork, and um, uh, they we, we love to promote that. Um, the gentleman opened it as seventh generation Kern River Valley, a family, and uh, he has a facility, cowork facility, and then on top an Airbnb. And you see folks coming from around the country that stop by, maybe spend a couple weeks there, mm -hmm. and um, you know just love that that type of environment. Downtown above Dagny's, mm -hmm. we have the Mesh Cowork, Cowork Mesh. They, if you've been there, they have uh, um, growing. They're growing, um, and it, it, you walk in there, and it's just a good energy, right? Good, uh, as I said, meeting of the minds, and um, hopefully these companies, maybe one of them will be the Microsoft or Amazon of the future. So, tell us a little bit about this new project, Lightning in the Bottle. 
Well, and we are uh, you know, supportive of it because... Um, well, first of all, what is it? Lightning in a Bottle. I, I've not been to one. I, however, um, as I mentioned uh, when we were speaking to support, I'm, I'm AARP. I'm AARP age, mm-hmm. but I actually know a couple of these groups. <laughs> uh, not all of them, not many of them. But it's uh, you've heard of Electric Daisy Carnival, mm-hmm, which mm-hmm. coincidentally is the same a- acronym as EDC as we are. We're different. Um, Electric Daisy Coachella, uh, but they're Stagecoach and others. And um, they're not just music, it's the experience. So, for instance, you have yoga, you have blacksmithing, you have all these type of, um, um, of endeavors over a five-day period. And uh, you have, as an economic developer, I like new, it's called new money. Mm. So I would estimate uh, that 90 to 95% of um, folks that come, from, come to this are, do not live in Kern County. Hmm. New money is probably the most powerful because when you think about, um, let's say you have an activity here, mm-hmm. um, performance here, and uh, majority of the people are are local. That's great, but that money would have been spent at, right. maybe at a restaurant, not at that performance, uh, may, maybe at a movie. Um, so what we measure is new money that uh, would not have uh, come into the – we wouldn't have that infusion without this activity. Uh, this uh, this uh, festival will bring in um, folks from 50 states and 60 countries. Hmm. What we're going to do, we look to measure the economic impact. Right. Where How much money was spent, um, hotels, uh, you know, um, at uh, various uh, sundries at the event. And um, and this plays into what we are focused on talent attraction and retention. Sure, sure. And this brings me to the, the root of the reason for this interview is because we've gone through and we've spoken about several different projects that have been that are coming into Kern County, everything from the STEM to the the co-work uh, and then the lightning in the bottle. And all of these are projects that are pointing Kern County in an economically different direction. And as a small business owner, this information is invaluable because for a lot of small businesses, they, their, their basis of, of revenue is still the same. Mm-hmm. But the opportunities that are coming to Kern County is based on the forecasts that have been announced and developed and grown here in the, mm-hmm. in, for, in the Kern Economic Development Corporation, correct? Right. Correct, and we're uh, you know we're we're currently growing at about two point one percent a year uh, mm-hmm. in terms of looking at job growth, um, but I would like to just you know make sure that we parse the data and realize that um, job growth is good, but we are looking at the personal income growth, mm. and um, we know that a lot of with the energy loss in the industry, those jobs are paying eighty thousand a year. Right. So are the new are the jobs that, that people are moving to paying the same amount? Um, we hope so. Well, the secret in many ways, uh, which we are, we see ourselves as helping to bridge West and East Kern. Hmm. And the innovation that is occurring in East Kern, I believe you're former Ridgecrest resident, right, is right. mind-blowing and really um, uh, changing not just our region but the world. Hmm. Many times you'll see an East Kern story that makes international news. But do many of the West Kern people know how do we tell that story right. the innovation we have Ridgecrest has more PhDs than anywhere per capita in the country 
uh, 50 of the world's first came out of China Lake. Everything from precursor to the airbag, to the GPS, to the glow stick. Uh, Mojave, I was just at the Air and Spaceport, you know, uh, oh, several thousand folks, uh, you know, uh, dozens and dozens of companies um, that are, um, that again, are, are continue to set the bar and set, uh, in terms of innovation. Sure. Edwards, the, how do we uh, work to commercialize that technology? That tech transfer is critical. Mm-hmm. And how do we spin that off and, and create new businesses? And so I think um, if we can uh, collaborate east and west, then uh, the sky's the limit. Well, and maybe space is the limit, right? <laughs> Especially at the Mojave <laughs> Spaceport. Yeah. Right. So for our listeners that live in Omaha, Nebraska, and Bangor, Maine, and, and uh, other places that aren't here in Kern County, what is the process? Because I would surmise that there are economic development corporations almost all, every county exactly mm-hmm. and and how would in general mm-hmm. would a small business owner get in touch with their local edoc and, and find out yeah i mean we're uh we're very uh, our website kdc.com we have uh we even list our staff bios and and you know the i the idea is for someone to call and um if we can assist them, we know somebody that can. Mm-hmm. Because what people have said time and time again is how easy it is to acclimate in Kern County. Um, that, again, projects that take weeks, uh, excuse me, years elsewhere, take months here. Mm-hmm. And uh, there's an appreciation. There's an appreciation for um, uh, investment. Talking about the affordability, 77% of teachers can afford a home here. Mm-hmm. In the Bay Area, it's 0.2%. Wow. So we talk about the American dream, and in that context, another stat from the National Bureau of Economic Research said that um, we are number one for mobility. Mm-hmm. What does that mean? That uh, if you, the, the odds of you moving from the bottom income level, bottom 20% to the top 20% are higher here than anywhere in the country. Mm-hmm. And we really do think that um, that uh, this sh- we should continually act as ambassadors, um, as we say, be proud of where we're from. And the interesting thing is, that we look ar- we look at um, some of the some of the uh, data shows that we're actually <laughs> uh, harder on ourselves than outsiders are. Wow! And um, when you talk about. Uh, your area that you know you tend to bring up some of the negatives and um, anticipating maybe that that's what the outsiders think of you. Um, so we all need to work to be ambassadors and and proud of the you know as some of the, s- the stats that I've mentioned because if you have that community pride then that's really conducive to bringing in investment and encouraging and uh, that's why if we're going to compete for the workforce of the future then we have to be a place that's seen as attractive for folks to live or to you know to stay or to come to a couple of things that are very beneficial to a new business regardless if they're a solopreneur or they have up to 500 employees that they're looking at establishing a new business here in Kern County is that this office is very good at not only showing the resources and the economic benefits but also helping with all the permitting and helping 
smooth that whole transition because uh, California has a notorious reputation now of, of having lots and lots of rules and oh. regulations. <laughs> I think that's a West Coast because having worked in Seattle, um, it really does seem to be a West Coast West Coast phenomena and and um, and and where as much as we have local control, then um, I think that then then that that is uh, again conducive to. Uh, to welcoming those opportunities and not just paying lip service to right. we want your business. Right. And I think that's one of the great things about this office is that you have the ability to show here are the economic benefits of opening up a new business here or creating an incubator business and going through and showing this is how to navigate all the rules and regulations and, and the economic benefits of doing business in Kern County versus anywhere else on the West Coast like you talked about. And you know the reason why because we it's PPP, public private partnership if you if you have a private sector that's ready to move but the public sector's not which is common in many other areas then it doesn't matter what you do but i've never seen a region where the public sector is uh as extremely uh you know um supportive where you get unanimous votes for projects that you would not get in other regions and so i think that's the other thing that you you have to have both the public and private sector um, at the table and on the same page. And taking that one step further, how do you see the future? Wow, well, my crystal ball. Exactly. Well, I mean, I am, you know, the, the, uh, what I see is opportunity. And uh, unfortunately, other, uh, what, what is happening in other areas um, in terms of their, their support or lack of support for businesses actually will benefit us. Hmm. Right now, we know that if a company needs to be on the West Coast, we really um, offer that solution. What we'd like to do is uh, ha- bring in companies that could be anywhere in the country. When we, uh, we are actually, we have an eight county group mm-hmm. up to San Joaquin County um, that recru- go, has, um, conducts outbound missions. So what is an outbound mission? Well, we go around the country to meet with developers and corporate real estate uh, execs, uh, site selectors to promote our valley. Mm-hmm. So we have outbound missions, mm-hmm. and when we uh, go around around the the uh, country, sometimes the mantra is ABC, and we say ABC. They say anywhere but California. <laughs> well, we have we have to take that under you know advice, and then we say we're different, and they say, well, yeah, you're you are different because we've never seen another group from California try to recruit companies, right? And we've had companies uh, time and time again. That uh, once they came here, that's the best proof um, that uh, we weren't just paying lip service to what we could do. And so, again, as an economic developer, um, Kern County is, you know, uh, the projects that I've worked on here, um, as you know, much as I like Seattle and Phoenix, uh, we're, it's just amazing the, the scale and scope and involvement where we're there from day one. If you haven't had the opportunity to drive through Kern County and see the explosive growth in the Tohono Ranch as well as out in East Kern and and the various other parts of Kern County. Yeah, the, near the airport, a uh, wonderful company. Um, well, we have these shovel-ready sites that are uh, really you can plug in. And there's a reason for that because if you want to open up a business and you want to go from anything from an incubator to a small startup to a STEM project to a kite project and grow it and develop it, Kern County is the place to be because you've got a friend 
who's here help, ready to help you with the rules, the regulations, the economic benefits, and help you grow in a very positive, business-friendly environment. Well, and we want your investment, and, and that, that's, that's the thing that um, uh, we, we obviously want. Uh, we look at, we look at oh, I, well, I should even mention a new program. We have Advanced Kern, um, if we have time to discuss that. Okay. Yeah, we're running out of time. Okay. <laughs> we can talk for hours. <laughs> well, I just quickly, I'd mention incentives, advancedkern.com, which was created uh, about a year or so ago, uh, which um, companies like uh, um, L'Oreal and Amazon were successful applicants. Mm-hmm. And what we, did, what we offered is an um, opportunity uh, for tax credits. You bring investment, and uh, there will be this definable uh, tax credit rebate that will come with it, and that's been extremely successful. And um, and uh, bringing bringing uh, investment, and both bringing in as well as local folks looking at that as an opportunity. So we're very, very proactive and looking for, for best practices that help encourage uh, business investment in Kern County. Well, if I didn't know better, business looks good in Kern yeah. County. <laughs> well. We're not going you know, to take anything for granted, but uh, we're encouraged by what we have seen, especially over the last uh, year or two, and uh, and uh, we're optimistic, but also um, you know going to be um, as uh, uh, as uh, roll up our sleeves and, and make sure that uh, you know our mission is completed. Very good. Well, Richard, thank you very much for being on Small Business Celebration. And for those of our listeners who aren't familiar with you, how did they get in touch with you? Well, uh, you can go to our website, KEDC.com, mm-hmm. uh, or you can go, our, our main line is uh, 661-862-5150. Excellent. Well, thank you again, Richard, for being on the podcast, and uh, we're wishing you a bright and happy future. Well, thank you for the work you're doing. We're, we're excited uh, to see what other businesses you're going to be chatting with in the near future. I've been asked... Who is a visioneer? A visioneer is a small business owner who's a pioneer that has vision. A visioneer is someone willing to see the world, not as it is, but as it could be, and is willing to do something about it. A visioneer is ethical, smarter, faster, and leaner than the mainstream competition. A visioneer gives value first because visioneers are in business for the long haul. Visioneers understand the difference between saving money and earning a profit. Visioneers define their destiny. Visioneers create their own luck. Visioneers surround themselves with successful, like-minded people. Visioneers are renegades who defy the mainstream competition and are ready to change the world. Are you a visioneer? Become a visioneer by joining the Tribe on Small Business Celebrations Facebook page and on Instagram today. Thank you for listening to the Small Business Celebration Podcast. Some of today's music was brought to you by Ted Hammond, and you may find more of Ted's music at ReverbNation.com forward slash Ted Hammond. And that's ReverbNation.com forward slash Ted Hammond. Also, if you enjoyed this episode and gained some insight from it for your business, subscribe to this podcast at iTunes.com forward slash Small Business Celebration and give us a five-star review. If there is a business you'd like us to interview, reach out to us on Facebook and let us know. Until next time, I am your host, Michael Roberts of the Small Business Celebration Podcast, and we wish you a strong 
and profitable business. 